0: Welcome, everybody, to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. Nothing's bugging us today. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, back safe and sound to the warm weather of Columbia, South Carolina.
1: Got back in at 11 o'clock last night, and I was tired. But you know what? It was worth the trip. How you feeling? I feel good. You know, I had a little small fear of going up there and... You know, I've been to a couple, two final fours, one for the men, one for the women, the women back in 15 in Tampa Bay, and we've lost the first night I've gotten there. So my deep fear was like, I get up there. We got there on like Friday morning.
0: And you're just in Minneapolis in April. And
1: Minneapolis in springtime is not fun. (laughs) And when I say that it's 24 to 32 degrees, (laughs) it's miserable. The sun came out for maybe an hour all week, weekend. And
0: when the sun came out, how uh, how warm did it get?
1: It was it was a nice forty two when the sun came there out for like an hour or two. All right, and then it was just rain,
0: cloudy, snow. At least you had that starter jacket. The starter jacket kept me warm, <laughs> and there's proof of it on Twitter. Also, you, you begrudgingly. It was a topic
1: of conversation. I, I opened the door last yes. pod oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. some people own me up
0: to that's it. Right. Which is, that's hey, right. You got to give the people what they want. Right? I
1: love that the listeners held me accountable. <laughs> and I just let you know, it's very hard to pack a starter jacket. <laughs> it is not something that folds up well into your yeah. luggage. But anyway, trip was good. Overall. Great. Just if anyone's looking to buy a timeshare, in Minneapolis in the springtime, I would say you're an idiot. Wait until wait until June, maybe July. <laughs> I was talking to people out there, and they're like, "Yeah, we have about two months of summertime. Yeah. It gets you know it gets to about the eighty. It's, it's nice." Mm. Okay, anyway, but uh, oh, Mall of America. Yeah, I saw it. It's three stories high, and it's everything I thought it would be. It was a mall that was three stories high, and after an hour and a half, we went to it, we left. There you go. Alshon Jeffrey was there. We saw him. At the Mall of America. And we saw him at the Gamecock Hotel, the Marquette Curio Collection Hilton. So that was nice. And he probably thought we were following him for a little bit because we saw him at the bar. We pulled up at the mall together, and it was complete accident no it wasn't it was because we <laughs> don't took, believe we, t- you. we took an uber there and you didn't tell the uber driver to follow that car no we our, our hotels are different don't start that anyway <laughs> but anyway we saw alshon that was cool um alex english was there asia wilson was there seats were good saw something else too saw a championship that's right I guess it took a while for say you know yeah, the women here we are three minutes
0: in the women won a national, won a national championship, championship
1: which is something that you need to appreciate at south carolina because out of the major sports, would you say we have four major sports? Football, men's and women's basketball, and baseball. I call those the major four. Sounds good. Would you agree that national championships and those sports don't come
0: along a lot? I don't know. We thought for baseball for a little <laughs> while, but then that ended abruptly. That ended up, let's not make Dawn AD. Let's let her keep coaching the women's team. She is the not qualified
1: team. to be an AD, just like Ray Tanner was not qualified. I will to will say an this. AD.
0: I think she would be better than Ray, but, but we're,
1: let's, let's not get make into that. Because <laughs> the Sumter be point is, you don't hire your heroes. That's right.
2: That's right. And you if you
1: if you ever want to get Sumter a little bit like like triggered,
0: just go up to him and say Ray Tanner was qualified to be a D, no. and he will lose it. Not only do we destroy the athletic program, but we destroyed the baseball program too. But anyway, the women
1: are the best team in women's college basketball, and Anyone that says differently is an idiot.
0: Well, anyone that says differently just wasn't watching the Final Four. Or they're or a or the UConn fan game. on
1: Twitter that is, can't handle the, being passed.
0: Yeah, they're, they're deranged. Like, like, we beat them.
1: Every Yukon fan I met in the arena was nice, cordial, and realizing that we were better than them. Yeah. But everyone on UConn Twitter, or that was hitting us at, you yeah. know, Gamecock Twitter... Their points, you know, don't get me wrong. Going to 14 straight Final Fours is pretty good. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we didn't beat the crap out of you, and we owned you, and yeah. we've owned you lately. We've we've owned you this
0: year. That's definite.
1: They beat us last year in, in stores, but this year we dominated them. We, and and with, earlier in the year, just to be clear, we beat them full strength. Yeah. And we beat them. They had one player out for the year, but their star players were back. Beckers was back. Yeah. FUD was back. Yeah. So... We beat them and they only had about seven players they could play. And we had so much depth. We winded
0: them down. And you could even make the argument. UConn fans were making this argument going into the game that they were actually potentially better now than they were when we beat them. Cause because, of Fud coming along. Because Fud is a freshman. I mean, she's and, and kudos to her. She's been incredible this season in the absence of Beckers, um, you, you know, getting hurt. She, she had to, she got more playing time and she's ended up being an excellent excellent player <clears throat> but uh, but so you know we, we beat them both times and um they, they win the national championship they they and they do so by taking care of business and all year they've been the number one team in the nation and sunday night they just let everybody know it And outside of the two blips on
1: the season, you know the Missouri game was a fluke. I'm always going to keep saying that because that was just the weirdest game ever. And then the Kentucky game, we couldn't score down the stretch in the fourth quarter. That's why they beat us. But in this game, in this tournament, we were dominant.
0: We were dominant. I think we need to,
1: let's... We broke NCAA records in the first two rounds, so there was no question there because literally we broke records for holding teams the lowest amount of scoring. And outside of the North Carolina game, that was the only game would you say that got dicey? Last couple minutes of the game that stayed it was within, yeah. you know, 4 to
0: 5 points which anything within 5 is I call dicey. And and we talked about this in the Final 4 preview. Right. That going into uh that going into the Final 4, especially against Louisville, we felt very confident confident about us being able to beat Louisville if we played our game. But that we don't always do that. Well, and that
1: was the doubt that I, you know, I think a lot of GameCut fans had.
0: In this Final Four, we showed up
1: and it was unbelievable. The game started and we, I think we made six of our first seven shots. Yeah. It, It was just dominant. And in each shot that we missed, we got an offensive rebound and was putting it back up. Yeah. Henderson led the way, Henderson outplayed Boston in this game alone in the championship game. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if that's a hot take. Henderson. It's not a hot take. And I'm looking past the points. She (laughs) controlled the game the whole time. It's just reality.
0: It's just reality of what happened. And
1: Boston was great. She did her thing, but she didn't need to be that dominant 28, 24 point rebound game. Henderson carried the team.
0: I'll even go one further here. I kind of said on the Final Four preview going into it that I felt very good about our chances against Louisville. I did not feel. Nearly as good about our chances at winning at all because of how good I thought Paige Becker's was, and that and, with, it, well, and, and the, I the believe game before you saw her yeah, take over, she she took over the game against Stanford, and and the game before that against NC State, she took that one over too, and um, and I believe I even said it's possible that Paige Becker's is just the best player out there, and that she's going to be on UConn, and they're going to have the best player, and the best player is going to win, is what I said, and I need to apologize to destiny henderson because destiny henderson was the best player on the court sunday night yes. and it was clear and it was even it was so poetic that she was guarding beckers and just shut her down completely like she 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 chased beckers around the whole game her
1: and beal Yeah, Beal was even great on defense. I have to throw her a bone; she was fantastic. I mean,
0: I mean, Beal like Beal guarded Haley Van Lith in the uh, in in the Louisville game, right? And held held Haley Van Lith to to six points. Lith hit a Lith hit a three pointer with like a minute left to get to nine in garbage time to get to nine. But uh, you you know, Beal and and Henderson just were incredible, incredible defensively. In fact, the whole team was incredible defensively. Um, We went into the final four. And we had been wavering on this all of February, it felt like. But we went into the Final Four, into into this past weekend, and we played South Carolina Gamecock basketball. Yes. It's what we did. And we, we're we a defensive team. We're going to get rebounds. As long we're going to we be physical. As long
1: as we can make jump shots and don't have dumb turnovers. Which we had a couple. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Lazy passes in the Final Four. Yeah. Those oh, happened. Yeah,
0: those happened. Those we always let we let we honestly let UConn back into it. We got a little sloppy down the stretch of the championship game. We we threw we threw a pass to someone at the scores table. Oh, you know what? I've always thought about that.
1: Like even men's and women's games. You know when people are running up to the scoreboard or scoreboard. I mean, what do you call it? What do you call it? The
0: scores table. I don't
1: scores know. Scores table. And it's always looks like they're on the court. And yeah. I'm like, why doesn't anyone ever throw the ball well? And when Victoria Sa-
0: Saxton throws it No, no it was no. Saxton running up. It was it was a um, that threw the pass. Emma
1: Amahair yeah. throws it and you know she looked like Saxton was in a game. Yeah. And, it's
0: and it actually happened in a game and I don't think I've
1: ever seen that
0: on TV or live. It was awful. It was it was it was awful. And then then of course UConn uses this to get back in the game and I'm like, oh my God this is gonna be the turning point, but but the team just they cut it to six. Yeah, so we
1: win sixty four forty nine. But the only point during the game that I was worried is when they I it was an eight or ten o run they went on and they cut it to six with Westbrook's three her three that cut it to six. Yeah, fifty three. So,
0: so, <clears throat> their backup point guard. Like their that. backup point guard comes down the court and hits a three. Right. We come down and they steal and we turn it over. And they go on the fast break, they kick it to Westbrook, and Westbrook hits a three. We call a timeout. And we call timeout. And, good and, timeout. And it was 12, and they cut it to – the lead was 12, and in 30 seconds they cut it to six. Right. And um, <clears throat> good timeout. And we come out of the timeout. I think we get a bucket, and we just kind of back into control. Well, you know what take happens? Back into
1: control. We call a play for Henderson. She got a high pick, and she drove to the lane against their Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah and she, Edwards. And she scored off the glass – and it was a, I know that Don drew up that play and executed. And all of a sudden it's like eight points. Okay. We're yeah. okay. There's a big difference in feeling between six and eight. Yeah. Cause six is two possessions. Yeah. When you got to eight, eight. point is three. And after that, we took it to him. And I mean, look at the stat line. Beckers had 14. Yeah. She grew up in Hopkins, Minnesota, 10
0: miles from Minneapolis. Take this seriously. This was a cool stat that they had on the broadcast. She also lost the Minnesota State Championship in that building in the span of in the span of like two years. Wow. Her senior Biggest year. Biggest games. She's only a sophomore. Right. In the span of two years, she's lost the state title and the college women's title in the same building, 10, 10 miles from her That's house.
1: a nugget you don't get when you're at the game. That's right.
0: But she had 14, and no one else had double
1: digits. Because don't get me wrong, she still got a few of her buckets, but... The whole crowd there, I would say out of it, the, there was 18,005. That was the yeah. announced attendance while we were there. 70% of that arena was Yukon slash page fans. And, yeah. it, and it was 70, 30. And that whole upper deck, the whole upper deck was page Becker's fans. And every time she scored, it was deafening loud. Oh They'd be God. down 15, 16 points, and she make a bucket, and they were like,
2: "Yes! Oh my gosh, this is it!"
1: And and we and, and, and Carolina fans that you know the, the few thousand that we had, we were just looking around like, "You guys are down sixteen, and you guys yes. just let out like you just won a you know the biggest game of your life at the buzzer, like." And then they had a probably maybe five hundred students there, and they got a little rowdy, but like we took it to them so much in the game that their crowd. Really couldn't get into it because yeah. we dominated the start to finish. Outside of maybe a two-minute span, was at it the end thir- of the third quarter. It was end the end of the, the third, third
0: quarter. quarter. Yeah, it was the end of the third quarter. Uh, and and a and a stretch at the end of the second quarter because I mean we we had gotten it up to eighteen in the second quarter and they cut it to eight at halftime. Right. And so uh, and so at the end of the second quarter, but but uh, the, but, the, there was this. Yeah.
1: We finished the end of the first quarter it was twenty-two to eight, and everyone in the arena was just. Everyone was shocked. Gamecock fans were shocked. I mean, we were, you know, ex- you know, excited, but like everyone was like, "We're playing a perfect game," and like everyone in the UConn fans who were the nicest people, by the way, I didn't meet one UConn fan that either wanted to start a fight or wanted to argue. They were the nicest, pleasant people I've ever met. But they, everyone was in complete shock at the end of that first quarter, yep. and we st- kept it up in the second quarter. They scored some more points, but. You know, we were 22-8, and then, you know, we had, what, it was 35-27 at half. Yeah, we were, yeah, up, we were eight. up eight. Even though they tightened it up, when you have such a that big gap, even though they might have outplayed you a little bit or yeah. played with you at the yeah. same level in that second quarter, we still had an eight-point lead. We were like, we're still in control. We got this. Yeah.
0: We went in half up, up eight. We came out in the third quarter and handled and handled business until the end of the third quarter when they went on a little. run. And don't run. get me wrong, you knew that they were going to go on some run. Yeah, but but that but but every run that they went on, it just it, it was a response to a run that we had gone on. Right. You know, like if they had gone on that run.
1: And haven't you told me in the past that the it's game basketball of
0: game of runs and it's all about buckets. Game of runs, um. So um, and um, <clears throat> o- o- Leah Boston even said it. She might have said it in the Louisville in, in one of the interviews. She uh, she made a comment. Um, was it in, in the Louisville game? Th- they cut it at the end of the half, right? They, they went on Louisville went on a run at the at the end of the and a second little bit of quarter. a run, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Leo Boston, like in the interview, she just looked at Holly Rowe, who was asking her a question, and she just goes, "They went on our run at the end of the, They went on their run at the end of the second quarter. We're gonna come out and go on ours." And, at the start of the third. So that's just what she said before. Love that. Walk, Confidence. Love oh, that. It was awesome. Uh, so did y'all watch when you were there? Did you hang out for the UConn Stanford game? We caught the first half. Okay. So in the first quarter, uh, at the end of the first quarter, UConn's up 12 to nine. Okay. Correct. And it was, it was a slow start to that I game. Mean,
1: that game was a low scoring affair. Especially or, that first half. Spe- I'm telling you. It
0: especially was- that first quarter. Right? And, and everybody on, I don't know how much you were following Gamecock Twitter there, but everybody was just like, can we play one of these teams, please? I saw that. You know? right. and, uh, and so, UConn had 12 points in the first quarter, and I think it was their low for the for the season um, in a quarter. If, if it wasn't their low, um, it was close to it. So, are you ready for what we held them to? What's that? They scored eight in the first quarter against us. 10 in the third, and 12 in the fourth. Like, we held them to 12 points or less in three of the four quarters of the game. It's no big deal, right? It's no big deal. Just just straight defense. And what I think is so cool about what we did by going in and just playing our game and just dominating them, on the broadcast, you probably didn't hear much of this but um there was just espn wanted UConn to win it was such a story you know Paige getting hurt the whole team you, you know they they had one uh one of their players was talking about how at one time at practice there was literally just five of us who were playing you, you know and and so like like it would have been a cool story for a basketball team you, you know they they went they, they went through a roller coaster year they with the went injuries through some, and came they back they went around. through some yep. adversity you, you know but but they were back and healthy you, you know and and uh and Gino Orim is talking about how it's the most trying year of his, you know, career okay. or something. And and uh, and that they had finally gotten back and must have heard him say this like five or six times during the course of the Final Four that they had finally gotten back to playing Connecticut basketball. Okay, you know, Connecticut basketball <laughs> this, Connecticut basketball that, and um, and at the end of the first quarter. He gets interviewed, and man, <laughs> uh, he he has to do his little coach interview at the end of the first quarter, and he gets asked the question about the about the rebounding mm. that we did in the first quarter, and he just goes, "Well, it is what it is. If we don't if we don't get any more rebounds," and he pauses for a second because he's I, about to say, "We about to lose." I thought he was going to say, "If we don't if we don't figure out a way to rebound, we're going to lose." He, he then said, we've got to figure out a way to rebound and start playing Connecticut basketball again. And they just never did. Whatever Connecticut basketball means, they just never did it. It was wonderful.
1: Deep down, I've always been kind of scared of UConn just because of their what was on their jersey. And then you know, you mentioned yeah. earlier that Paige Beckers, you know, from what we've seen, is the best jump shooter I've seen in a very long time. Right. Just pure jump shots. And I guess... I was giving them more benefit of the doubt just because of their history, and they might they might have the best jump shot shooter. I'm not saying overall best player.
0: I I, I think it's fair to consider Paige. Like Destiny Henderson was better than her Sunday night, right? But came, uh, yeah. but but Paige Beckers had one heck of a tournament, right? And they were in the final game because of how good Paige Beckers was, right? And uh, and I think it's also fair, not just the Connecticut history. Mm-hmm. But to be afraid of Connecticut because of the Connecticut history against South Carolina, is is a, is it, it, it's a real thing. Right. It's not a real thing anymore. No. Because of this game and because of this season, because of beating them twice this season, it is no longer a real thing. But it was a real thing for a long time. This team was considered, and even if we don't like to admit it, Gamecock fans probably thought this too that we're the best that Donna turned us into the best women's basketball team that's not Connecticut. Right, we I always considered us the number 2 team. Yeah. We we got we're, the best team in the country right. that's not Connecticut and even the Asia Wilson title. Right? This game makes that title sweeter? Oh, because we didn't have to
1: play Yukon in the tournament. Because every
0: every Gamecock fan breathed a sigh of relief when Mississippi State beat Yukon.
1: I was in the hotel in Phoenix and when that shot went in I go. We're winning a national title
0: in two days, right? Because you had gotten out that you, you were in Phoenix for the men's final. Four. Correct. That's right. Yeah. And
1: everyone knew it was like we we owned Mississippi State. We're like, sure, no problem. But now to beat them in the tournament to kind of get over that hump, middle yeah. maybe a mental hump. But this year we were the better team. We dominated them, and now it's out of our heads. Like, are you already a little worried about UConn? A little worried about them lingering around? No, we dominated them, and it wasn't even close. And the other thing about
0: dominating this year, like we did, it puts. 2020 in perspective too. Right. Because we could say, you know, we were the number one team in the nation. We, we were the unanimous number one. We can hang all the banners we want to. But ultimately, we didn't get a chance to go do what we did last weekend.
1: You had Oregon and UConn that was capable of playing yeah. us. And we never yeah. got to see it to the end.
0: We, we, we didn't go get to beat them by 15 points and out-rebound them by a billion, you know, and just show them that we were better than them. But it now puts that into perspective because now when, when you look back at this five year run that Staley's been on, you know, the twenty twenty team now, it really matters because I mean it's two titles plus the twenty twenty year where it's potentially another oh, third. Yeah. And it's it's much more believable that, that uh it's much more real that they would have done it with with the dominance that they've had. I mean, you, you know, a a a missed bucket away from beating Stanford and potentially another title. You know, like this it is awesome. It, I I love that we beat UConn. I did not want to play them. However, now that I have seen us beat them by fifteen, I love that we played them.
1: So you mentioned earlier about the the bias on the UConn side. You were telling me I didn't I only got to see snippets about this. It was like ESPNU, they had the Sue and oh my goodness Sue Bird and what was the other girl? Uh, Diana Taurasi. And it was pretty much UConn great players. Yeah. Oh, there's a great. And they pick had their own Twitter. show. And I want you to tell me all about that because being there, I missed a lot of it. Oh, uh, it was
0: so ESPN was set up for this UConn party. And we just straight spoiled it. I mean, Rebecca Lobo is doing the game,
1: but she does a lot of the games, and I don't think that was she. She she does the big games on ESPN throughout the year.
0: That's true. I will that's say true. I, I will defend that one. And, but they they literally had a show on ESPN two that was like uh that, that was set up. Did you watch any of the Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli? Yes. All right. It was they basically were trying to recreate that two side cameras. Then, and they would have guests on like leBron was on at right. some point uh and they I, I didn't watch much of it it was it, it was better for football i think than basketball because there's just there's there's just more dead time in football than there is in basketball right um where but but anyway there's some picks of there's some pictures from this where, like, people are like, let's just check in on the Burden and Tarassi broadcast. And they're just sitting there, arms crossed, just, like, glaring, you know, when we're just getting every offensive rebound, you know. So did they this have a lot of fun.
1: conversation that wasn't even about the game? And they were just like, let's talk about this because we're getting dominated on TV. Oh yeah.
0: oh, yeah, that was definitely happening. We flipped over there. Uh, I, was, I was watching it at home with some people. And we flipped to it um, for a few minutes. And it was just the – the two of them and LeBron, and they were just kind of chatting about basketball, like they were sort of watching, sort of. Did LeBron have anything to say about it? I, I, I we, we didn't stay very gotcha. long. Gotcha. But, uh, but I, what, what was funny was, um, <clears throat> um, they, at one point, um, they they started referring to us as the Cox. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. That's what we are, (laughs) and uh, and so let's just say one of them made a comment that was a little funny, and they all started laughing at it. To where if if you want to if you want to hear them, just go out to Twitter. They're good. Where just they started. It was almost like they were trolling us by just continuing to make subtle jokes about the fact that you know that that is what you could call well, these us. are and, juicy and,
1: and you're not even going to bring them up on the pod. That's how juicy <laughs> they are.
0: It was funny. Okay. It was, it was pretty funny, but, uh, but I would go search for them out there on Twitter. They're good. Um,
1: but I guess everyone, you know, ESPN wanted the win. Yeah. They set it up, you know, for to have that storyline page for Minnesota homecoming, but we squashed every single one of those things. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, and it yeah. was gold. And, and, uh, and it was it was really weird because like the 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 celebration afterwards, the the coverage of it, they had planned for a lot of coverage. Right. Okay. Right. And um it felt at times it felt a little forced. It felt a little like
1: Well, Holly Rowe, I don't know if they show um, this on the oh. oh
0: it was years it 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 old television. About
1: saying calling Aaliyah Boston, Aaliyah Edwards, and she was we're like, Whoa.
0: It was, it was, it was awkward. She apologized. Everything, but just, I don't think she did it on purpose. Like, like, but, but that
1: just goes to what their mindset. Yeah. Th- they were the thinking
0: UConn and you, you know, and, and just like, I mean, Aaliyah Boston has just been better than Aaliyah Edwards in every metric. Not even close. Not even close. Aaliyah Edwards is an excellent player. She ain't a first team All-American. No, not at all. And so uh, it, it was just it was just weird. It was fun. It was fun to watch all these UConn alum just uh, sweating it. Sweating it. And then, oh my goodness, I will I will love Leah Boston forever. The fact that she just like of all the women's college basketball players that were out there, you, you know that, that were in attendance because basically, you know, there's an all star team of the you know like all the all the Yukon people were were at the game. Right. You, you know, which is basically you, there's a reason that they've that they have the the record that they have. They have a great history. You know, and there and there's a reason you, you know it's like there's a reason that Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi were doing this game and it's because they're two of the most recognizable women's basketball players. You know, they've they've been playing on the gold medal team for Aren't they for still playing years. in the WNBA? I, I, yeah and and like they just won a gold medal at the age of forty. They're forty. Can you imagine playing Olympic basketball right now? My legs hurt, and I'm 36. Yeah, like like I get tired just doing some yard work. Like, but your yard's tough. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that tough. Uh, but uh, but just like I can't imagine being 40 and playing, you know, professional basketball. Um, there, there's a reason that that they were there. But all this women's basketball talent, and Aaliyah Boston just pick somebody to shout out as she goes with Candace Parker. And it, it was awkward. Like, because she also, was on the
1: first row over there. Did they yeah, show that on TV? Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. We but, saw that but, live. but,
0: uh, but, uh, they showed it on TV. They cut to Parker and Parker. I think she was down there near Asia Wilson. Right. And so like, like, which is basically the, the only non Yukon party of the celebs that are at the game. Right. And, uh, and just, it it was, that was awkward for the people broadcasting it. Just like, you know, Rebecca Lobo's like, okay, you're calling out Cand- that you love Candace Parker, but nobody else, you know, just like, and, you know, Candace Parker's got some beef with Gino. Right. Like, oh, it was, it was, it was good. Uh, speaking of Aliyah Boston.
1: We need to talk about her. She won officially. I think she had some national player of the years or, you know, from her last pod that we talked about. She picked up another three or four. I'm just calling, she pretty much won. I think she won every National Player of the Year award that existed. From what I saw, she won them all. Don won all of them except for one.
0: The LSU coach, Mulkey, got one of the National here's, Coach of the Years. Here's how many uh, awards Leah Boston won. I did not know there were this many player of the year awards. I think there were like, six. Like, like I did not know that yeah. until I saw a list of all the ones that she had won. Like just, just every came out day, of Woodward, you're like, every oh, day. It's just one, like, she's one, the wooden player one. of the year. She's the naspis player of the year. She's the AP player of the year. Just every day. It's another player of the year. I was hoping for a bad boy mowers
2: national like, player of the year. That would
0: have been fun. That would have been fun. They didn't pay for that sponsorship. May, but anyway, I mean, I mean, maybe we could get some bad boy lawnmowers. I mean, we could get them to sponsor. Hey, the we're almost
1: 29 minutes in the show. We need to talk about Boston. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Henderson was the best player in the national championship game, but she was a reason she won MVP of the final four or two games. Yeah. She was dominant. And again, she had her streak broken for straight double doubles, but she ended up with 30 and there was a nugget. I don't know if you saw this. The most SEC double-doubles in a season ever was 31, and she had 30. So, McCowan, the 6'7 girl from yep. years back from Mississippi State, had 31. But okay. Still, record-breaking year, of course, with the how many straight double-doubles? Was it 27?
0: 27 or 28. Uh, I, it's just your, unheard of. Your favorite writer at the Post and Courier. David Glonger. uh David Gloniger. Had, had, right? had a great tweet that I love. What do you have? Uh, when she got uh, her 10th her point. Against Louisville, right? He he goes double double number one. <laughs> that I thought was funny. Straight to the point. I like yeah, that. But uh, but so uh, I mean, she's got a streak of two going into next year. And here's what's great: she's coming back next year. Yeah, and she can be even
1: better. Yeah. We have another full year of Boston.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, like like I think I think we've hit the point of the podcast where we need to talk about Boston. We need to talk about next year. Like, and we'll we'll probably do a wrap-up, and we'll go into more in-depth. But
1: sure. in general, you have Henderson that's going to go to the draft. She's going to be a top-ten pick. Yeah. I, everything I've seen, and I don't think anyone has fought that. You have Saxton that will get drafted somewhere. Oh, man. So she's leaving. So yeah, And then you have Grissette. She's out of eligibility. Right. So you those are three that we know are leaving. Now, Littleton, that transfer from Texas, technically has another year, but I think she's going to move on just because – we got so much more talent coming in, and she didn't play a lot. I don't think she played the, in the
0: championship game. Very little. And I mean. If she
1: did. I don't think she did. No, the Final Four game, she played a little bit, but, but yeah.
0: But, like, we had sonia Rivers in there, you know, bricking three-pointers, like, well, like Well, come her. to
1: find out, I thought Cook wasn't something was wrong with her back in that Louisville game, but what I read Dawn say is Rivers that was dominant defensively. And that's why she played pretty much that whole fourth quarter, just not to go back. But that after, was after why.
0: watching after watching um, Friday and Sunday. If Dawn says she's playing someone for defensive reasons, cool, cool. That's good by Isn't me. Isn't that crazy that you that's could like me.
1: not play like maybe your second or third best player, and it's just for defensive reasons? Like you don't. That's how much talent that we have. That we you don't
0: think about that. I mean, what if the men did that from an from from an offensive standpoint? Bree Beal. Well, she Where was dominant she... all year. She was the best defender of the year. Right. But just like, I mean, she... I know
1: Boston won defensive player of the year, but Beale was dominant.
0: Bill made Haley Van Lith a zero, yeah, basically. A nobody. a nobody.
1: A nobody.
0: Nobody. Yeah. You know, back to Boston. Yeah, back we, to Boston. We've digressed. Yeah, sorry. Um, but so, um, she's coming back for another year. We were talking about how this year was championship or bust. I'm glad we didn't bust. Right. You know, because we've been saying championship or bust all year. Right. Um, I think next year's championship or bust, too. I mean, we're the preseason number one. We got two five-star
1: girls coming in. One's from Cardinal Newman, local girl. And the other girl, I believe, dunked in the McDonald's All-American game. Th- that's the girl from Cardinal Newman that dunked. I thought there was another the other girl dunked. Anyway. She, okay, so she, you're positive on that. I, I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: the Cardinal Newman girl dunked. Watkins. Okay, so we yeah. have two five-star girls coming in. And, and little Ber- according to Don Staley, little birdie just flew into the nest. Did that happen today? Uh, she tweeted this. When did this tweet come the out? The next day, uh, Monday. She tweeted this yesterday. Um, people think it's. I, I believe her name's is Janiah Barker. Okay. Um, th- th- this is not official. Right. I am literally just repeating rumors okay. uh, here. She's number three player on ESPN. Um, Ooh. And there was another
1: nugget that came out today. The. Starting point guard, who's five eleven, six foot, depending what you look at, for Maryland is in the transfer portal. Yeah, and you know what? You know we have Raven. Is it Raven Johnson? Yeah, that hurt her knee earlier in the year, yeah. and Henderson leaving wouldn't mind another five star transfer. So you know the possibilities are endless there. But in terms of we're we re- we're not we're I don't know what you want to call it restocking reloading. We could be even better next year, even though losing Saxon and Henderson will hurt a little bit. We're bringing so much talent in; it might be unproven, right?
0: But that's a
1: good problem. To but have.
0: here's the thing: yeah, we're returning the overwhelmingly clear best player in women's college basketball. Yes, in, in Aliyah Boston. Yes, and returning Beal, and 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 we're and returning Cook. Cook. But 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 we're returning like like she what she did this year. You, you know, it, it looked like Asia Wilson, Asia Wilson's senior year. You know, like like just cleaning everything up. Right. Like cleaning up all of the awards, she's potentially going to be back-to-back player of the year. Could be, you know. Obviously, Paige Beckers is just a sophomore, and she is a great basketball player. Her and the Iowa girl.
1: A- I don't know if the Iowa girl was a senior. I, I'm not Clark, sure. Whatever, whatever. But, well, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, they'll, they'll um,
0: be the same. Yeah, nominees for next year probably. But but like, it's going to be you, you know, um, this team's returning. Stanford's losing a lot. Uh, but they'll restock with the good yeah classes. Yeah, yeah. But just looking at Boston, you were talking about last week on the pod when we were doing the preview as to comparing Boston to Asia Wilson. Yes. I think we can start to do that now. I think that is, I, I think, I think. That's a conversation. This is a conversation that can happen. And um, Asia. They
1: even asked Asia Wilson that. Was that on camera? I thought, oh, yeah. I saw oh, that yeah. somewhere. Yes. Yeah, so, about
0: building building her a statue. And Asia Wilson. And I will love Asia Wilson for this as well. She just goes, I mean, there's a lot of room next to me. (laughs) And she's right. But
1: if they're comparable now, if Boston wins all the national Player Years and we win again next year, that's a...
0: Yeah,
1: so you can talk a lot more
0: about that. The only thing that, that at this point in their careers, the only thing that Asia Wilson has done that Aaliyah Boston didn't do is take a program from a top twenty five program and make them a national powerhouse. Aaliyah Boston just simply took a national powerhouse and kept it up and kept it and, and made it and made it more powerful. You can say made it better. Yeah, and, and got the powerhouse to overwhelming instead of being number one. second fiddle to UConn. That's better than UConn. No more. Right. Yeah. and so and so those that's that's really the only difference. And and Boston's got a year here. I mean, if she wins another Player of the Year and another national title, at some point. If she does that, where are we talking about her in the lens of best college player of all time? She'll be up there maybe with Brianna Stewart, who won, you
1: know, four national championships and a few player of the years. She'd be up there. With and, and
0: Diana Taurasi. Yeah. You, you know, like, like there's a, good there's a list of UConn players that are on it's this list. It's a lot list. of UConn plus, players, Tennessee players. Plus, Shamika Holdsquall and K- Candice Parker, you, you know. Maybe some Stanford players. Who um uh Cheryl Miller right. for, from ages ago. But... um but, but she will enter that company if she does this again. It's 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 gonna be it. It is awesome to that we be have, having this conversation that we have done this, and and the sky is potentially the limit on this team. You know, like they were talking about Gino Oriema being a being eleven and zero in uh in in title games. Yeah. Well, guess what, Bryce? At some point in Gino Oriema's career. He was two and zero in title games, and Don's two and zero now. That's right. You know,
1: and there was another thing I wanted to bring up. You know how last year Boston was getting interviewed um, this year, and they were talking about last year's loss and how the camera, all the pictures of her crying after yeah. the miss. How great was it? She was like this. You guys, you know, she was pretty much calling out ESPN. That's were, all you guys wanted did they have to the show. Mic,
0: did they have the ESPN interviews mic'd into the into the audience? Like no. Okay, so. Literally, I don't know if you've seen it then, but she just straight looks at Holly Rowe and just goes, you wanted a smile? Well, here you go. And she just gives this, this just, it's But she had happy awesome. tears
1: with that. It was just great yeah. how she was like, that fueled her yeah. for the year that she had. And you can't deny yeah. anything that she
0: said there. And and, and in, in her defense a little bit, it started, they kept making it a storyline and kept asking her about it. And like... You know, are they going to ask Paige Beckers about losing this game? And the for, for title game of, in high school? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so, so I mean, Aaliyah Boston was a sophomore when that happened. Okay, Paige Beckers is a sophomore now. Are they going to be asking Paige Beckers no. about for the rest of her junior year about about a picture of her losing this game? No. No, they're not going to do that. They're just not going to do that. Also wanted to mention, we had a program record
1: 35 wins. Great job, Don. Yeah, 35 and 2 on the year final record. That's impressive.
0: 35 and 2.
1: And I went back and looked at it, you know, our national championship and I guess the other the 2000 like we got around 34. 34
0: was the highest before. The, the, you're you're discounting the 2020 team though. Because had they had the tournament, it would have been interesting. Had, had they won a national title, they would have won because they were what 31 and 1? I'm about to look it up. They were. I, I'm pretty. Sure, I think they were 30. They they only lost one game. It was to Indiana early in the year, um, and then they just destroyed everybody after that. But uh, but they would have. They probably would have won one more game than this team. So we
1: had um. You know our final four back in actually 14 15 when we ended in Tampa Bay, lost by one to Notre Dame. We were 34 and three, and then the What was in, the title. The team? Nat- title team was 33 and four. Okay. And then the COVID cancel gear, we were 30 and 2 and
0: 1. So we were for sure would have shattered that. 32 and 1. Yeah, we could. If we had won the title, we would have gotten to Six, 30, yeah. 38. We would have been 38 and 1. Wow. That would have been, that was the year. And so as was, we learned, I yeah. was looking at this team last night a little bit, right? Um, they obviously get beat by double digits against Indiana early in the season. They play Mississippi State in like January or February and beat them by two. Mississippi state was top 10 team that year. I remember. Right. They don't, they, they win the rest of their games. Mm. And the only one that's by single digits is number 12, Texas A&M, which they won by seven points. Wow. Yeah. We had um Harris, Ty Harris and
1: forgot the center. Long name. Herbert
0: Harrington. Harrigan.
1: Harrigan. There you go. That team was special, and we'll never know. We know. We know, but officially on paper, you know.
0: Oregon even knows.
1: Oregon knows deep down. Deep down, they know. But anyway, the women, we said at the beginning of the year, it was win the national championship or bust, and we didn't have to worry about the bust, like you said. Yeah. What a great year. And just what a fun team this has been. Like all There's the, nothing really to complain about. There's, there's there's little things like free throw shooting we've always had, always make one of two. Yeah. And you know, occasionally lazy pass, a couple turnovers. But, but this you know team what? was dominant all the way around.
0: I mean, like we, we rebounded, what, 40-something percent of our misses? We That's, had a
1: lot of rebounds. I think we led the nation a lot in of offensive rebounds. Rebound. And, uh, overall, and
0: she, she gets, she's been one of my favorite players all season long. And she gets, she doesn't get, Boston steals the show a lot of the time, but man, Victoria Saxon was so good. She, she was secret, secret good is what it, sneaky good. There sneaky you go. good. And, and it's, it's almost like she's, she's, she's skinnier. She's lankier. Right. Not, you know, like she's not as big as Aaliyah Edwards or, uh, or Olivia Nelson Adodo, Right. You know, and, um. But she's as tall as them, and her arms are long. Her arms are long, and she just she got long arms. She gets and, the ball. Uh, yep. And just it's almost like, oh, Boston's not boxing me out. I'm gonna get this rebound. Wait, that that she got that rebound again? What? You, you know? I know. Just but like, in
1: Austin, I think it helped that Boston got a lot of attention, which made her shine even better.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a lot easier to to play power forward when the center's getting double teamed. Or triple teamed. Or triple teamed. <laughs> we saw yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Um, anything
1: for the modern exterminating, We know what bugs you for the ladies for the NCAA tournament or the Final Four. Anything.
0: All, all it would be was all the UConn love. The, you know, ESPN, like ESPN UConn love. love. I like it, that. Yeah, that the, was the ESPN UConn you love. Okay. You know, next year, next year in the tournament, whatever the show is with two people on it. I want Asia Wilson as one of the people. Okay. That's that that's what I want. Um, I think she'd be great she'd be great at it too. You, you know, um th- that's what I want. You, you know, just a little a little diversity in, Right. in um like I, I get it. I'm I'm gonna go into the rant again, but rant time. I get it. UConn's won like they've been in like what f- how many consecutive final fours? Fourteen. Fourteen? You know, like it's because they have all the best players, you know, and and, and over the last twenty years, they have all the best and players. And we've learned when you have the best players, you win. You win. You win. Look at Aliyah Boston, right? You know, and so um, it it like I get that the stars, and are UConn people, and that in their winning they built a brand, and that brand is what sells. I get it, but South Carolina as a brand is starting to sell. We just set the record on merch. Did you buy any? I bought a lot of merch. I bought some merch too. I bought some home field
1: merch, too. That they came out with a shirt, home field Of course Quirrell. you did. Of course you did.
0: Yeah, I went with fanatics. It's fun. Yeah, but but we set in, supported in the, the university. Good for you. In the first hour, in the first hour, we uh, we set the record for uh, doesn't for, surprise for, me. for merch in the first hour doesn't surprise me. Um, we are witnessing what happens when you invest in a women's sport agreed and like i i think we'll have we'll start attended shows with that too yeah and i think we'll start to we're gonna start getting players from across the country kind of like boston you know and it's going to continue to happen i just it's 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 incredible well i do want to get a little talk a little men's sure because
1: don't get me wrong Great national championship, forty-five minutes. Let's give the men what two minutes. How's that sound? We can we can give them we can give we them some more scraps. Than two. We give some scraps. <laughs> um, we still haven't hired assistant coaches. A little word about
2: that.
0: Yeah,
1: because is, is um is our new coach
0: just calling everybody himself? One man wrecking crew? Well, well. So okay, all right. W- w- what's today's date? Today's the fifth. Today's the fifth. All right. So. Friday, the, the, or is it the sixth? <laughs> we don't know the date. I don't even know. What we date didn't it look is. it up. Well, so, so the dead period ends on the seventh. It's the fifth. Okay. Today's the fifth. The dead. The, the the seventh is the end of the dead period. Okay. Okay. So like, it, it's possible that he has his staff. And he he's just has not announced in place. Him. I like that. And okay. it's going to get announced. He needs to have a staff announced at the end of the dead period, because we need players. That's a fair assessment. Can (laughs) you
1: win games without players?
0: (laughs) No. But
1: the talk on everywhere is he's going to bring two of his UT Chattanooga coaches over. Which we like. And then supposedly he's going and swinging at some power five assistants to try to get one of them over, a proven recruiter in the South.
0: I think that would be good, too. Uh, We definitely need someone with South Carolina ties. And so we'll see what happens on that. That'll probably be the next pod. We'll talk about that. Any, you have any assistants that
1: you like that you would like, like, is there anybody that you prefer? Anyone that has recruited the state, that'd be ideal, but I would settle for Southeast. Yeah. And it has a proven track record of bringing in top talent. I would love to see that. Um, I did want to, there's a few news and notes. Eric Stevenson committed to West Virginia, which we saw coming. Yeah. Um Tavon Woodley committed to UMass
0: with Frank. No surprise there. And uh so I think uh Steele went to UMass Brian as Brian well. Steele's gonna be assistant coach there. And, and didn't he hire didn't he taking another one? Will Bailey, there the guy go. that came over two years ago. Yeah. Yep. So it, there's a lot of and, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna let then, it ride. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna let Modern exterminating. We know what bugs you. I'm gonna let Frank Martin bug me one more time. What's that? Oh, he's got this hashtag going on. Flagship. Flat and hashtag loyal. All
1: right. <laughs> he's sticking it to us. It's gotten to the point where I almost want to unfollow him.
0: I. I. I oh. Oh. The GBO. Twitter account yeah. has unfollowed Frank. When Frank did the, Martin. When did this happen? Breaking He's, news yesterday. Uh, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. You couldn't handle the flagship. I could, I You're could couldn't. not handle the flagship. I almost wanted to, I, it was that or me retweeting every one of his tweets with hashtag mid major. <laughs> 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 like, like that was it because, because so like people are getting upset about this, that there's this exodus to UMass and that Woodley's going to go to UMass It's rumored Levesque is going to follow them to UMass. That's what it looks like, right. Brandon Martin might end up at UMass. uh, No one cares about that. But so I guess my point, like people are annoyed by this. What I would tell people to do is look at it from the standpoint of this. The University of South Carolina's basketball team, since the Final Four, was a mid-major team, or, or was an SEC team with mid-major ex- expectations, and we played like a mid-major, and fans cared, and fans had a standard of excellence like a mid-major, especially these Frank Martin loyalists, you, you know, had done... It, it, it's cool that we only made the tournament once every one time out of 10 years. That's fine, because we had this one great run, which these mid-majors do. And so maybe this is just evidence... That we didn't actually have a roster full of SEC players, and that instead we had some SEC players. You, you know, like Eric Stevenson's w- was was a, and Brian had the talent level the, the, of a, the, the, all SEC players. You, you, you know, the, like they're Power Five players, but maybe we also just had some mid-major guys, a lot of role mid-major talent on a on a Power Five team. That's a great point. I mean, I got a question: Did Brandon Martin play more minutes for? The University of South Carolina, than he did for the U- USC Upstate?
1: Yes. Especially his last year there, he pretty much got benched. But hey, he got to play with Frank for a year. I was just
0: I was just throwing that as a hypothetical. That's thinking, right. USF
1: State has higher standards <laughs> in South thinking, Carolina.
0: I, I I was thinking that that you were going to just give me a maybe or a something to think about there. No, I, I was not none. expecting you to have got the answer. Benched. He was playing and for like, that to be true. He was playing like four minutes a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but he just, was averaging like eight to ten for us. But but just UMass is UMass is hiring and bringing in in a power five team that couldn't make the NIT and a power five coaching staff that couldn't make the NIT. Let's see how they do with playing mid major talent. Yeah. Teams. Now now could could Frank Martin's team that he had at South Carolina you know, this past year, could they have won what did you miss? The A ten? They are in the A ten, Atlantic ten. Could they have won the Atlantic ten? Maybe. You, you know, like maybe. It's gonna I, be a rude awakening I think though. It is gonna be a rude awakening. And, um, just, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I did want to
1: also mention Gigi Jackson said he was not going to reclassify and he's probably going to have a decision within the week. So not looking good for us, but that means he'll commit that not necessarily a couple of
0: thoughts on this. Yep. Uh, first thought is the fact that he's not reclassifying gives us a small inkling of a chance. Oh, and it makes me feel better that we
1: would have had to have Frank for another full season yes. to even smell the
0: thought of Gigi Jackson, and um, in unless Frank was going to let him come in and start reclassifying, whereas it's possible that North Carolina and Duke aren't are, would take him, but might bench him if he right. doesn't reclassify, which is fair, you, you know. Um, but um. It, it, gives, it gives Lamont Paris a year, you, you know. Committing uh, c- committing and focusing on the AAU season, you know, is fine. You know, you can say that, that, that that's what you want to do, but at the same time, like, anything can happen in recruiting. We've learned that the hard way, right? Right. And so, you know, um, also, I will believe that G.G. Jackson is announcing in a week when a week from now G.G. Jackson announced. Because I think it's been... And this is—I'm not making fun of you. Man, here. that's fair. Sometimes I make fun of you about these things. Right. But but they've made his people have basically been saying he's going to announce you know in about a week. Right. And that's been for about a month now. You know. And so uh, if, if the dead period ends, Lamont Paris has time. You know. But but ultimately, we need to get some players for next year. Put that on the court. We need to keep the players that are on the team. You know, like Keyshawn Bryant. Let's
1: see what happens. It'd be interesting if we can keep on to not some of them. hit the transfer Or Josh yet. Gray, even though they've been hinted to be. But again, until we see it, I'm not going to believe anything. Yeah. But anyway, so, it is raining so hard outside that this house might yeah. flood
0: away. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we, we definitely so need sorry to hear pouring down rain monsoon in Columbia forest acres. We also need to probably end this pod here to make sure it gets saved. So we don't have to redo it.
1: That's right. But anyway, great show. Women are the national champions. We won't get to say that a lot. Hopefully maybe, in the future, maybe we will, but in past history, it's nice to say that. Cause it's not something that commonly happens, but it
0: could be the new, new world. I will say this Bryce. How many seasons have we been, has the GBO podcast been going one? And in how many of those seasons have the women won the national title? One. There you go. Something to think about. Something to let it marinate. There. There you go. All right. That's all we got for this week. We we'll we'll, s- we will be back probably next week. There'll probably be some news Ma- with the men's Maybe team. some. We might have some guests. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, if y'all keep listening, we'll keep doing them. That's right. And anything, you know, crazy happens this week. You. Hit us, us up with an email. That's Gamecock right. Basketball only at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, GBO
2: underscore pod. All right. That's all I got. Go, Cox. GBO out.